0: Came from Gen
1: X. <laughs> Welcome to "It Came from Gen X." We are glad to see you and have you hear us tonight on our what is that? Eleventh, twelve. Our eleventh show, 12? twelve. No. Number twelve. Hey, mm. all right. Hey, my name Keith Porter, sitting here with my friends, my compadres, my co-host Brian Fisher, Michael Skinner. What's up, fellas? How you doing, Skimbo? doing good doing good how are you guys doing good man great weekend great weekend what's
2: up fish yeah nice weekend man good quality uh, family time of course mother's day was uh, this past sunday so got to spend some nice yeah. time with mom so that was uh, it's always
0: nice so yeah That's good stuff riff. yeah what'd you do what'd you do Skinner? um uh, i went and saw my mom's grave on saturday before the rain came yes. uh yesterday. And then uh, I cooked dinner for Marcy's mom and grandmother. I had them over for dinner, afterno- afternoon dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. A few of the kids came over. The moms came over, gave them some flowers. So like Fisher said, very quali- very
1: good quality family time yesterday. That's awesome. And of course, you know, your mom's passing is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Not only knowing her, but having done her eulogy mm-hmm. uh, was a very, very special moment in my life. I never forget and was an honored to be asked. So... That's awesome. I had a great weekend as well. All about family. Um, Saturday night was special. As you guys know, my brother passed away a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a son um, and he and his his kids who we don't spend a whole lot of time with. And we decided, you know, enough of that crap. We're family. We need to just call, come together. And we decided to just get a bunch of food, play some games, have family game night. And they were all over here. They had a blast. We had a blast. And it was really, really special. And then of course Sunday worked out great. Um, you know, my son was scheduled to have his ceremony that he was uh, ousted out of because of COVID last year, graduating from Mountain Union. Uh, the weather did permit it, but we got together and I saw my 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 ex wife, his mother, for the first time in six years, and it was just a beautiful moment. Very good. So we had a great time. Very good. Nice great time. All right, guys, you guys ready to put a show together? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Okay, well, first of all, I just got to recognize the T-shirts. I'm rocking the solid black today. Yeah. My man, my man, my skin has got the, looks like a G.I. Joe dad shirt. Yeah, it's exactly A real it. American hero. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, Fish rocking Rat, man. First concert I ever saw, first rock concert, uh, was Rat with Poison opening up, and then Poison blew him off the stage. So, nice stuff, man. And, oh, and the traditional Cavs hat, too. Don't want to forget that. That's right. Eighties Cavs logo right there. Yeah, for I it. can yeah. find my, my right, level baseball cap. So I ordered a new one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It came yesterday, and when mm-hmm. I went to hang it up, I found the old one I just got last month. <laughs> 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 so anyway, all right. Well let's get this show on the road. We're gonna let's get it open up with some world news, man. Let's get to cooking.
0: Well, before we I do that bit, just,
2: yeah, oh, one no, second let's throw it over to Fish. Before we do that. That's right. Let's remind the good folks out there where
1: we can be See, I got. We want better. Before you even do that, Pam told me to make sure I tell you guys hi. Well,
0: Pam, (laughs) I know you're listening.
1: It's hi, nice. (laughs) Yeah. I'll make sure she she knows she will listen though. Okay, that's my sister. For those of you don't know, we keep her in the cage, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead, fish. (laughs)
2: All right, so you might be listening to us on WMVU.org, uh, Global Internet Radio, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, maybe you're hearing the current episode. Maybe you're hearing the
1: last week's episode. We don't know. We don't, we don't even don't know. know. We don't know.
2: But there's there's going to be some episode up there for your listening pleasure. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, you might be listening to us on podcasts. We can be found on all major podcast platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. You can ask your home assistant device to play the It Came From Gen X Podcast, and she will do that for you. All show information on Facebook at It Came From Gen X, all one word. And we had some with a younger talent Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. So Mike Jr. and Steele suggested, hey, why don't you set up a Linktree account, put all your links there, build a profile. Of course, I'm like, what in the hell is a Mm -hmm. Linktree account? But... Actually, it's a very simple thing to set up. So you can find this on Linktree. Type in linktr.ee slash it came from Gen X, all one word. Each word is capitalized. It came from Gen X. You'll get a nice profile. All our links are there Facebook page, podcast page, YouTube. Uh, uh, Instagram, everything. You can also find that link on our Facebook page as well. YouTube, at came from Gen X, all one word. Email the show, it came from gen X330 at gmail.com. Instagram, it came from underscore Gen X. And we're also out there on Twitter and TikTok. Find us out there. And again, go to our Linktree account, find our links there, check us out, save it share
1: it we appreciate these. yes support. we do awesome 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 hey and I, since you mentioned them just want to give a quick shout out to my man uh i call him my nephew mike skinner jr our producer uh man just appreciate you so much my brother love you and love what you're doing and i just want to say thank you and let the people know that's uh mike's son out in washington producing the show uh faithfully for two more months and uh we are yeah, for two more months. Then, they were fired oh Well, then he'll be in Washington, D.C. That's what I, I was getting by that. Oh, okay. Oh, moving oh, back to the idea. East Coast. No, I, you don't know about the firing. Right. Never mind. <laughs> but
0: I can go see him in an eight-hour drive instead of an eight-hour flight, what it seems like at times. So
1: That's awesome. Nice. Okay. Absolutely. Good. Beautiful. Excellent. And he's got some uh, big news coming up soon, don't he? He does. He does. Um Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can tell he uh, got engaged to be married to his wonderful lady, uh, Marin. and um, that's gonna be
1: maybe. That's also man.
0: If maybe Christmas this year, they may wait till Christmas next year, but we're not quite sure yet. But she wants a a winter snow wedding, so okay. Um, living in Washington <laughs> that means she
1: wants all the white people to come
0: yeah right <laughs> so yeah but uh, looking forward to, he's going to stop through here on her way to Washington D.C. in July uh, only for a day but like, I'll spend every waking moment with him um, that's cool but like I said he's going to be in Washington D.C. Uh, she's got two years of grad school left and they're going to be on campus and he's going to find uh, some kind of music there in D.C. hopefully some kind of music Ah, production.
1: young romance isn't beautiful so when the world's your oyster. My mom spent all half the dinner yesterday trying to talk uh, you know, my, my son into getting married and having her another grandkid. <laughs> so I was like, really? Trying to bribe my son's <laughs> girlfriend. I'm like, stop it, Bob. Right. She told her she'd give her a ring. She, <laughs> she take she promised her everything except a uh, bed. But anyway, I won't go there. I'll just all say, right, let's Steele, get the world news
0: cooking. Take your time, Steele. Take your time. Yeah, take Mikey's time. gonna be twenty eight this year and he's just now getting the itch to get married. So uh, he did yeah. it the right way. He
1: waited for the right person, the right girl, and uh Well it's funny you said that because Steele's twenty three mm-hmm. and his girlfriend Amber said, Give us five years my mom's like, I'll be too old for that <laughs> but whatever. But uh, if, all right, let's get that world news, buddy.
0: All right, we'll get started. World news. Uh, my first story: um, Colonial Pipeline. Have you guys heard about that? Uh, there was a ransomware yes. attack on the system down in the southeastern part of the country. Uh, I think it took care. It mm-hmm. was Louisiana, Mississippi, Atlanta, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Florida. They're all part of that uh, pipeline. Completely shut down due to the mm-hmm. ransomware attack, and um, wow, they're talking about right now the prices are sitting at two eighty nine a gallon. But if they don't get that thing back up and running here within the next few days, they're talking about uh, double a price of gas until they can get it back on there. So, for those people that live in that area and our listeners that may be in that area, I wish you luck and hope that uh, they get that uh, straightened out. Um, with that, um, I wanted to reminisce a little bit about us Gen Xers. I remember back in 1998, '99, when I was traveling from Akron, Ohio, to Youngstown to do my reserve training after active duty in the Air Force. I remember gas prices being anywhere from $0.78 cents a gallon to complaining about mm-hmm. it when it touched $0.90 cents a gallon. I uh, one mm-hmm. your guys' thoughts—if you remember—gas prices being that in our younger years, uh, younger adult years. <laughs> fish, Got fish. Sure, I
2: remember that. I mean, those oh. days are long gone. So, yeah, the uh, yeah this this story here—it's like it's concerning that how susceptible our country is to these type of uh, cyber attacks. So, we got a lot of work to do to you know, protect ourselves further and all of this. So yeah, they said, I guess, uh, you know, they have a lot of, res- they have enough reserves right now for, t- for the immediate impact, but you're right. If it goes on too much longer, there could be more serious, uh, implications. So yeah, definitely, uh, concerning for the country as a whole, we're going to have to do better as far as our cyber protection and all that. So anyway, a little off topic. Yeah. So Keith, what do you think about gas prices and the cyber well, tax? Uh, let's stuff? start
1: with the gas prices. <clears throat> uh, Obviously, I have a uh, a little bit of history with that. Um, I used to work at Sohio. That's... Okay, so...
0: I got, I got to jump in. That's twice yeah. I've heard that name in the last 48 hours, and it just... Really? Okay. Yeah, for those that don't know what so Sohio the, is,
1: go ahead it's and tell BP. them. It was It's BP right now. Yes, sir. Uh, but before mm-hmm. BP, Sohio... In the northern region, and the southern regions, it was called Boron, mm-hmm. and it was it was That's the right. yep. gas station, the premier gas station, and what they call a C-store. That was like the first one to have a gas station and where you could buy everything else under the sun. They, they had a little booth, and they packed as much crap in this booth on the walls and every day <laughs> as you could possibly want to buy, you know, from prophylactics to you know cigarettes or whatever. So that was the creation of the C-store. Um, I work at a C store on a corner of Wooster and Hawkins at the time. Of course, it's called uh, Hawkins and B. Odom now here in Akron. And of course, I we watched gas prices when it got to ninety cents and people were losing their mind when it went over a dollar. We thought the world was coming to an end. So, uh, watching that and cigarettes, cigarettes were like a dollar seventeen a pack. You know, I don't smoke, but why well, watch these people buy these cigarettes nowadays. Like, wow, there's no way I can, you know, would pay that kind of money. But uh, yeah, so it was interesting to watch that and to think about where we are now. Uh, your gas prices now could be a whole lot worse. We did see them up to $4 a gallon. Uh, a while not too far back. So $2, $2 from, a, from an 89, 90 cents, not too bad right now considering it's been 20 or 30 years. Now, the other question you asked about um, cyber attacks, it, it always makes me freak out and and, and just thank the good Lord that, it has it all fallen apart sooner because, like Fish said, we're so susceptible to this. I, I, I can't stand when I go into these stores and they're like, um, we can't sell you anything because the computers are down. Okay? You don't know how to write down what you, the, the SKU number, and, and, and count change and give it back. Seriously? Does the whole store come crashing down? But that's where we are now. If it's not for computers, we're hit, man. These kids don't know how to count back money. They don't know how to do inventory, and we are really, really blessed that it all has it all come falling apart because it's all about the computer now.
0: Well, I don't mean to pick on the kids, but you're talking about that as they have to look at that cash register if it's two dollars and forty five cents, and they you give them a five, they don't know that it's two dollars and fifty five cents in change. They have to look at that screen and go. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to give them back. And, and they and they don't know how to come back. When did either. that change? I mean, I I just, I can't fathom, you know, I, I'm good with numbers and I, I get it, but it's even just common sense, cents and dollars. When did that go awry? Was that
1: with the computers? Well, I don't want to get too far off subject, but one art form that has gotten away, and I'm glad that I had a teacher that took the time to show us the importance of, The respect of money. Mm -hmm. That's not taught anymore. You know what I'm saying? How to respect money and how to treat money. This teacher would be upset if you had wadded up money in your pocket. He would be upset if your bills weren't going the same way. When you give somebody change back, you count it backwards to them, you know, and you verbally let them know what you're getting back. And that was such an important lesson I learned in life. And there's no respect for money, there's no education about money and things like that anymore.
0: No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Now it's a debit card. Give them a credit card. And, uh, you know, how long is that going to last before everybody's going to be using their cell phones for everything? Yeah. You do that now? Yeah, well, yeah. you can, but yeah, when, yeah. there won't be any Already dollars started. and yep. cents anymore. So, anyways, I, yep. yeah, we don't want to get off nope, on a, another subject.
1: Did, <laughs> yeah, we went to the restaurant we went to Saturday. There was no cash or Sunday.
0: Credit card only, huh? Yep.
1: Yeah, no menus, you had to go in your phone, you had to scan a thing on the table, mm-hmm. you get a menu on your phone, order like that, and then all card.
0: No kidding. Good Lord. No. Well, it's funny talking about restaurants, because that's my second story. And uh, this is a pretty heated, I've heard some heated discussions about this, and I have my own personal oh, views about this. Restaurants and bars and uh, the like, they're starting to reopen all across the country, Mm -hmm. not just here in Northeast Ohio. And there have been restaurants that have been open, but they've been at half capacity or quarter capacity. Things starting to open back up. People are starting to want to get back out again because they got the vaccine. Uh, But restaurants and bars are reopening and some are going back to full capacity like we talked about last week with New York and the theater district and all those restaurants are going back full capacity. They can't get people to go to work. Everybody, and I shouldn't say everybody, but there are people sitting on unemployment because of the stimulus check that uh, the stimulus part of that they're getting what three, four hundred dollars extra on top of their their UE check. Oh
1: my gosh! A week. I'm so glad you brought this up.
0: So, why are they going to make twelve, thirteen dollars an hour plus tips as a waiter when they're making three, four, five, six hundred dollars in unemployment a week, guaranteed money? Who wants yeah. to work?
1: Yeah. You mind, fish? Okay, I'm so glad you brought this up. I had no idea you were bringing this up, but you are spot on. Let me tell you my personal experience. First, I went to the Dollar General over here on Copley Road, which just got totally remodeled a few weeks ago. It was 4:50, and they start yelling. You got 10 minutes. We got to close the store. I said, "What?" The and they afternoon. said, "Yes, we have to. We have to close at 5 o'clock every day." Because we don't have enough people to work. Good Lord. Like you've got to be kidding me. So, now, <clears throat> my sister uses a home health aid. Mm-hmm. We have one steady girl who's money through Friday. She's pretty much faithful. The weekend is hit or miss. Sometimes they don't show up. Sometimes they won't even answer their phone when the agency calls. And they're supposed to be here. And we yelled and complained to the agency. And the agency says, we can't find anybody that wants to work. And now they all rather sit home and collect the unemployment or the stimulus than work. I mean, boy, this is a sad state of affairs for our country. So I just, that's my own personal with that, but that's what we're looking at right now. People don't want to work, man. This is going to really, really be something uh, that's going to affect us for a while now to get people back to working.
0: Well, before we Fish, yeah, before sorry. you get your thing, Fish, Madison, who stopped in to say hi to you guys before we started recording, she's a uh, manager at the Bob Evans up there at Chapel Hill. And um, she is unable to come to dinners on Thursday nights because she has to put on her server uniform and wait tables as a manager because they don't have enough employees to cover the shifts. Oh, I wonder if that's part of my, you know, we're firsthand in the family. Um, She's working extra hours and been working jobs. That's what a manager does. You do what you have to do, but she has to work Thursday nights and miss family dinner because people don't want to go to work. Fish,
1: So sad.
2: Yeah, I think it's, uh, well, certainly as long as people can collect uh, more money than they can make working, Certainly, you know, more people not going to be motivated to go back to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have to announce at some point that hey, these benefits are going to cut off around this time because mm-hmm. I don't. Think, that's still an unknown too, right? So I don't mm-hmm. know that they've really have they announced when these end. Or I haven't heard this? anything. It's on the horizon so, that I do know. Yeah, I, I just don't have heard a firm date yet. So in my opinion, they're going to need to step up and say these are going to end June, whatever the heck. Just to get people moving, to start looking for work, because what'll happen is these are going to cut off, and if people are not careful, they're not going to manage things properly and be stuck in a.
1: But here's, here's, here's the weird thing. This is where we're going to have a problem, fish. Mm-hmm. You got people, uh, go, uh, our, our places opening back up as Skinner started off with, but you don't have people there to work them, right? See what I'm saying? There's going to be a a serious issue with business trying to reopen to save the economy, but because of the benefits, a lack of people working the businesses, and it's going to cause a serious, serious problem. This is really going to come to a head if they don't do something really quick about it. Now, The other side, too, you can also argue that these type of jobs out
2: there— I'm not saying it's necessarily $300 extra a week than what people are able to make working as a server, let's say. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, but is it somewhere in between to motivate people to come back in? Because some people might be doing that out of necessity because they know that I, with my skill set and experience or whatever it is, I'm not going to be able to make this type of money for maybe ever again. Every, yeah. every week. So I'm going to take advantage of it as long as I possibly can. I will work. I will get a job. Mm-hmm. But with what they pay over it wherever, I just it, it doesn't make any sense for me to get that job until this gravy train runs out. So yeah. it's probably somewhere in between as far as... You know what people are able to make versus the the free money. So, but you're right. Yeah. It, it, until it runs out, at the end of the day, people's not going to go back to work. Some people won't. Definitely not.
0: Wow. But well, did you hear the comment okay. from our favorite governor from Florida, Mr. DeSantis, said uh, with the last <laughs> what week? Right out? He only had one oh. one phrase he said. Better start looking for work. That's all he said, and he didn't preface mm, it. And didn't say anything after that.
2: But some states, you're right, though, but some states and cities are overriding the federal uh, benefit, and they're just not p- going to pay it anymore, and they're telling people so because of those, because of those reasons. Right. So I didn't realize the states could overrule it like that, but uh, they can govern yeah. themselves. So, Interesting. yeah, I think we're going to see more and more states uh, step up and probably cut those benefits off.
1: Yeah, that's so. going to start a precedent, huh? Wow. Yep.
0: I'm all for it at this yep. point. Yeah. People need to get back to work. Without question. That's all I got, well, fellas.
1: All right. Okay. That was great stuff, man. Okay. Well, Keith, what do you got in the music and the okay and sports, sir? Not a lot in, in quantity, but certainly in quality. Sports. So we're going to start off with a little bit of sports today. Of course, my favorite subject, the NFL. Uh, you know, we were fresh off the draft. We got the drama going on with Aaron Rodgers. Um, update <laughs> on Sean Culkin, the tight end with the uh, Kansas City Chief, who want to be the first player to get his entire salary in Bitcoin. He's now been cut as of today, so <laughs> that still hasn't happened yet. So we're 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 safe, <laughs> but Can I get
2: unemployment in Bitcoin, yeah. What's up right with that? Can I get that?
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll get yeah. a bit of coin, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, guys, the biggest news of today in the NFL. Uh, he's back, my man. It has been reported that Tim Tebow will be signing a contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. to be a tight end. A um, one-year
0: deal, I heard. Is that right?
1: This is this is yeah. This is mind blowing. This is out of the blue. We heard about this for the first time a few days ago. Uh, he's been out of the league for what eight. Yeah, Uh, I think it's 2015, I think, right? We we know he's a phenomenal athlete. Mm -hmm. We know, you know, he's in incredible shape. But uh, I have so many ways to go with this, so many questions to ask. First, I want to start with the general comments. What do you guys think about this uh, in general, as far as Urban Meyer hiring this guy, as far as how you think he'll do, and so on and so on? Fish? Well, is it Urban Meyer saying thank you very much for all
2: the great times in Florida? I mean, you brought us a lot of, you, know, you brought us glory and championships, and this okay, is my so way to re- kind of repay you a little bit, uh, Tim Tebow. Why not?
1: So okay, and I'm not go. say that because I think that's where the problem lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, tell you, I guess what i will just I'm just volleying back and forth with you one at a time, you and then I will get with Skinner. So that's where I think the problem lies because. Urban Meyer is starting off his head coaching job on on a bad note right now. Um, He's really going to have to to get it together or he is going to lose the team before they get started. This is my opinion. The reason why I say that, he messed up immediately when he got hired because the first thing he did was hire Chris Doyle. Right. Right. Okay. Now, here's a guy who was maligned in Iowa for abuse, racial uh, implications, uh, the go, list goes on and on and on, and then you hired the guy. There was a media crap storm. He immediately, well, Doyle stepped away, you knowing that it was not going to do anything but bring problems to the team and distraction. As bad as this guy is, the reports can't all be, I mean, it can't. there's got to be some truth to it, okay? But obviously, Urban Meyer knows him, feels good about him, and was he saying? Hey, for all your loyalty and whatever, I'm going to give you a job. Obviously, this guy has a bad, bad reputation following him under investigation. And here's Urban Meyer saying, you know what? I'm going to give you a job in the NFL. So, boom. Now, fast forward a couple of months down the road. You're about to sign Tim Tebow, one of the most controversial figures in all of pro football. Which I could care less about the controversy, but a player that hasn't never played tight end, number one, number two, been out of the league for over eight years. And the obviously reason he's hired this guy is because what you said. Obviously, it's saying thank you, obviously, how he feels about Tim Tebow's character, and all these things. And all those things are great if you work at, uh, at at Dairy Mart or someplace like that. But when it comes to pro football, you are putting everybody who plays under you's job in jeopardy when you start doing things like that. So when you ask that question, is this a way of saying thank you to Tim Tebow? Absolutely. And that means it's personal and there's no room for personal in football. And I think it's going to cause a huge problem. And I am a huge Tim Tebow fan. Big time Houston Tebow fan. But I think Urban Meyer's gonna have some problems in Jacksonville before they ever play a game. You know what my
0: favorite Tim Tebow moment is? <laughs> yeah, I do so. <laughs> you know what? I didn't ask
1: you. I didn't ask you. <laughs> if you notice, I didn't ask you. Mm. I know, my time's coming. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your thoughts on that, Skinner?
0: Um, I, I I can't disagree with you guys. Uh My first reaction is, well, I suck at baseball, so I might as well go back to football. Oh, wait a minute. I've got my coach, Urban Meyer, who adores the hell out of me. Maybe I'll go talk to him, see if I can get a job. Now, why is he going back to the NFL? Is it to help Urban Meyer coach these young kids? Is he going back to the NFL for the publicity and the firestorm that the Jaguars are going to have? Because of everything that's going on, Mm -hmm. you got Sunshine, you got ETN, your running back, your rookie running back, your rookie quarterback. You're just
1: guaranteed that the media will be there every day. Yeah, you've just invited them in. Gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now you got Tim Tebow, who is a polarizing figure. Yes. Not only as a football player, but as a human being.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Some say for bad reasons, some say for good reasons. I like the guy. Number
1: one draft pick and Tim Tebow in the same mix together. Oh, my gosh. So,
0: I, I hope it's a good move, and I hope they're doing it for the right reasons. And more importantly,
1: I hope Tim Tebow doesn't get hurt. Well, doing I, you know what? I hate to say this. There can't be any right reasons right now. You you have nothing to go on that says, yeah, this guy should be our tight end. There's too many huh? young players who are up on the game, who have experience playing tight end in college. For you to take a, a failed quarterback... You know, at almost 30 years of age, there, you have nothing to say he's the right person for the job. I can't disagree. Now, the only way that this can even remotely be salvaged is that Tivo does great. That's the only way that this is going to be salvaged. But yeah. right now, the problem is you're going to lose this football team. Because if they think you're that sentimental that you would put their their winning percentage on the line— their careers on the line for sentimental value. What's next? You gonna hire your mother to strengthening coach? You know what I'm saying? This is really a bad look for Ebert Meyerfish. <laughs> yeah, we got a new backup uh, quarterback coach here, uh, uh, Arch Leister. Yeah, <laughs> He's
2: coming in. This guy is real character here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Give me another bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was the running back? Uh who won the championship with, uh... Oh, Claret? Yeah. Clourette. Clourette. Oh, geez. Yeah, bring him in. Bring him in. Bring, bring in some talent. talent. Yep. He could be the, uh, uh, whiteout out or something. I don't know. So, okay, with all that being said, guys, obviously Tim Tebow, as, as Skinner alluded, was a polarizing figure. Um, I thought he was, personally, he was maligned in the media a lot. Um, I... I I know he was not a great quarterback. I know, I understand nobody willing to risk uh, their uh, careers on him, which I think is a hypocrisy because no one wanted to risk throwing the college game uh, offense out there uh, to suit him. But now that's what they're all doing. They're doing it for uh, the guy down in uh, Baltimore. They're doing it for... uh, uh Pat Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? Now everybody's doing it, but with Tebow's like, oh, we're not gonna risk our careers, you know, designing an offense around his college skill set. Now the whole thing is a college skill set. So I think Tim Tebow came just a little bit too late. Uh but I thought the guy was great for for the NFL. I thought he was great for the locker rooms. Uh there were some people who just hate it because they hate it. They hated what he stood for and I get that. Not gonna please everybody. Um If this had been a few years ago, I'd be all for it because I could understand Urban Meyer wanting to put that element in your locker room. Sure. I I would understand that. But I'm speaking purely from your football team needing to think that their head coach is making moves and decisions that's best for the team. Um, How were your thoughts about Tebow when he first came into the league? Uh, Did you like him? Did you like what he stood for? So on and so on and so on. Skinner?
0: As an Ohio State fan, I couldn't stand him. (laughs) But as yeah, a, I get that. as a football fan right. and as a family man, I absolutely loved him. Um yeah. he he did things the right way in college, you know, he took care of himself and his family. Mm-hmm. His values, everything, he he was a he was an open book. He, you know, we, mm-hmm. what you see is what you get and society in general needs more of those kind of people. So, yeah, I like Tim Tebow. I like who he is. I like what he
1: stands for. Um, That's why I... Do you think we get... get, People get annoyed when a person seems too good. Uh, People, you know, we always want to look like the bad in a person. It's just like with Tiger Woods. You know, Tiger Woods was was put on such a pedestal, you know, uh, in his heyday. And it was like, when they put you up there, it's like they can't wait to see you fall down. They can't wait to find all these bad things and skeletons in your, in your closet. Do you think Tebow was almost too good and, and why some of the people uh, despise him?
0: That's a good question. I think people despised him just because they like to hate. And you can talk about, you know, Lee, you, brought up, America. you brought up You brought <laughs> up Tiger Woods. I saw Tiger Woods on the golf course, saw it firsthand. I thought he was a butthole. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I wasn't surprised when all the negative came out about him and what he did. Uh, mm-hmm. But as a pro golfer and as a golfer myself, I absolutely mm-hmm. admired who he was mm-hmm. on the golf course. He was a great right. person on now the golf see, course. I,
1: I didn't admire Tiger Woods till he got in trouble. When I found out he took one of his mistresses, which is what started all this, he asked her for some money for the rent, and he went, I ain't got it right. <laughs> so that's when, that's when he became my hero. <laughs> so I think like, <laughs> I said smoking like a true brother, man. <laughs> but, worth a billion dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but to answer your question, yeah, I think it's just because people are quick to hate versus quick to 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 like. I don't know how else to put yeah. it.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Fish, what are your thoughts on Tebow?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with what Skinner's saying. It's just you know, the average. Uh, American, okay, not even say the average person, the average mm-hmm. American it seems like it, you have to work really hard to be successful in life and in general. And some people are not motivated to do that. And in turn, they would look to tear people down around them and bring mm-hmm. people down to their level because they are unmotivated or unwilling or some combination of both to try to rise up and better their own situation. So they will tear down someone like Tim Tebow and who I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean, a guy came in, sort of can't question his character. right? Uh, so, hey, hey, you know what? Good for him. To your point, Keith, I hope he's not taking up a roster spot from a kid who's more deserving talent
1: wise, I guess. We'll yeah, absolutely. Find out. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is certainly going to be the interesting story uh, to watch as, as the season goes on. And yep. uh, like we said, uh, Urban Meyer has just guaranteed the media camping out every day. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can, and, and and Trevor Lawrence has got to be crap. This is supposed to be all about me. <laughs> He's going to be a bigger story than the number one draft pick. But uh, yeah. those two combined. They mean, like they that. Gotta, yeah, yeah. Something to watch. So, okay. Yeah. That's all I got in, in uh, the world of sports today, guys. So I'll just pivot real quick on the Music. Music. Uh, a lot of different things happened in music on this day but I just I wanted to not go back so far in the 60s and 50s I uh, wanted to come up and, and and talk about some things from our generation uh, on this day Belinda Carlisle left the uh, the go-gos and they broke up and we did not know the the story. Uh, of them until as recently maybe some of the movies and stories that have come out that i've seen um this band you want to talk about motley crew and their debauchery you haven't seen debauchery till you've seen how the gogols did it backstage i mean but there are women you know so they don't get the pegemony christmas but they had the same You know, sexual appetites as anybody, the same drug problems as anybody, the same alcohol problems as anybody, and this band has now become an important piece of music, Uh, not just because of the female uh, uh, aspect of it, but because they did have a lot of hit songs. Did you like the Go-Go's? How do you feel about them? So on and so on. Fish? Yeah, I was a Go-Go's fan. I had uh, some Go-Go's albums
2: back in the day, too, and Mm -hmm. they're they're up for the uh, Hall of Fame this year. I'm not sure that they'll get in or not, but they're one of mm-hmm. the nominees this year. So They should. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you.
1: They should. They From, should. To the inf- they influence them. and the great talent and everything else. Love. Even Belinda Carlisle has a couple of solo songs sure. that I really, really like, you know, Simples yeah. in the Sand and some, some stuff like that. I thought she sure. had a great voice. Skinner?
0: Uh, I, I was a big Go Go fan. Uh, I didn't have any of their albums. But I would, you know, I you've got those bands that you listen to on the radio, especially back in our day. Yeah, I always always listened in. Uh, Belinda Carlisle. I'm glad you brought up that name because there was Tiffany, there was Debbie Gibson, and then there was Belinda Carlisle. Boy, did I have the biggest crush on her! You know, celebrity crush <laughs> like there was no tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie. When she came yeah. on the radio, I got I had goosebumps. Uh, even with Go Go's, I mean, I just there was something about that woman when I was growing up that she was it for me. You know, everybody has their their celebrity crushes. She was mine. But I agree with you guys. They need to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. I didn't have a crush on them or anything, but I really appreciated them. Um, You know, we saw similar groups like the Bangles and and, you know, come out later. But I think the Go-Go's were the first true rock. Well, I don't want to say that because we did have the Runaways and and, and bands of that nature, but uh, the Go Go's really didn't get enough credit. If you hadn't seen the the story uh, behind the scenes on their life and their history, uh, I think it's on HBO. Catch it; it is it is something else to watch. Okay, all right. Uh, other than that, this damn music. Our boy Tommy Lee, and I understand Fisher has some 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 Tommy Lee st- in, uh, stuff coming up later. Tommy Lee married uh, actress. Uh, Heather Locklear, who was probably the hottest chick on television at the time, oh, the um, you know this was yeah this was the sexy blonde uh, bimbo phase that we went to. You know every show had to have one. Um, you had Heather Thomas, you had Heather Locklear, all this stemmed from your Fair faucets and so on and so on. Uh, but Heather Locklear, uh, TJ Hooker. Uh, what else was she on? She was one of the
0: uh, Charlie's Angels, wasn't she? No, 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 no. 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 Her, her Charlie's Angels. I remember. Anyway, Melrose uh, Place she, in the '90s. She was in that. Yeah. Show. Okay.
1: There you go. That was it. That was it. Okay. So she was really, really happy at the time, and of course, her and Tommy Lee, one of his uh, many wives, got married on this day in music. Uh, it was the the uh, the old adage of the rock star marrying the beauty queen or slash model or slash actress we've seen this throughout history um people love the romance story you know of the musician the bad boy and the the pretty girl uh it's been going on for a while now even today we still got you know uh even though they're both the music jay-z and beyonce um and other different ones going on is is this a uh Is this fading or do you think this is still as strong as it ever been? And do you think it's more of a publicity thing or do you think these guys get in their mind that that's who they're supposed to marry? Uh, How do you feel about that, Skinner? A couple, 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 couples. uh,
0: Look at there. Yeah, okay. Two, so, say that again. Two okay. couples come to mind: Brad Paisley and Kimberly Williams Paisley. Uh, if you know who she mm. is, she's an actress. Uh, according to Jim, she had a major part. She was a sister of Courtney Thorne Smith in that comedy mm. comedy in early two thousands. They've been together for many, many, many years. Um, they mm. kind of break the mold of the. Rocker, country artist slash mm-hmm. model actress. Um, from my understanding, their story is fantastic. And then there's uh, another country artist, um, um, and I'm just obviously Keith Urban. Uh, he yeah. is married to yeah, Nicole, uh, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. There's another one. Yeah, um, she was. You know, she was in her day with um, with Tom Cruise, and then she divorced him yeah. and then she's now with and they've been together for quite a few years so those kind yeah. of break the mold so i'm not sure we see too much of that anymore but when the they go bad nobody's surprised that's pretty much how i get out of that nobody was yeah. surprised that uh, tommy lee and and heather lockley broke up and then she went and went with richie sambora and we, right. we know and how that worked he- out.
1: He pivoted to the next hot blonde bombshell, right? With uh, Pam, Pamela Anderson. So, yeah. talk about your cliches, man. Yeah, uh, fish and then fish. You just go ahead and take on over and go into pop culture from there. Yeah, just, it was just a different era.
2: You know, it's like the the days of the huge rock bands and the, it's just being so significant in pop culture and all that. I just it just. Don't really see it so much anymore. I mean, you have it yeah. more of the country scene and the pop scene and all that. But yeah, I think it's just that at that time, it was just what you were exposed to. And you mm. probably, I, I agree, it's probably what you felt you needed to do is live up to the reputation of being able to get one of the, uh, you know, hotter actresses around and all that. So you've sure, quite the life, I, that's for sure.
1: I would imagine it would be hard to <clears throat> live in that lifestyle and find someone else from a, a slower pace and make it work you know so sure. i kind of get it you kind of almost have to you know what i'm saying to make it work uh there are different ones like john bon jovi who married his high school sweetheart right you know and, and they've still been together but uh never heard of this yeah no, not at all exactly and i think that's probably the whole key behind it so very interesting okay well that's all i got guys and uh pop culture fish take it away man pop culture
2: All right. Well, we'll keep on that same topic of Tommy Lee there. So uh, Hulu just released a first look and they're making a limited series, uh, Pam and Tommy, starring Lily James and Sebastian Stan as Pam and Tommy Lee. So, yeah, Sebastian Stan, if you don't know that name, he is the Winter Soldier. Uh, And if you've not yet seen the photos, go check them out. They look great. I mean, he Sebastian Stan looks like he. They got the you know the tattoos, like you know they just it matched everything up, and he's got the similar hair in in that era with and uh, and Lily James. I mean, if you look at her and then compare to her, I mean, she looks it looks like Pam, Pamela Anderson for sure. So it's kind of a community series based on their you know, their uh, crazy marriage and the release of the sex tape and all that stuff, or actually the theft of the sex tape and everything. So Robert Smigel is helping put this together. You might know that name from Saturday Night Live years ago. He did a lot of the famous cartoons, like the ambiguously gay duo and all that type of stuff back on SNL. He was a writer on that show for quite some time. So he's involved. Also, Seth Rogen, Nick Offerman, who is uh, um, Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec., Taylor Schilling, Andrew Dice Clay, another blast from our past. for sure, And then a few other folks as well. So, yeah, it looks interesting. It looks like a lot of fun. So that's in production right now. So are you interested in Pam and Tommy or nah, lived it, saw it, not interested? Skinner, what do you
0: think? Um, I think it's like a train wreck. You can't stop watching. I'm going to be tuned in. Yeah. You know, it's going to. I, I want to see how accurate they are with everything. Not that I know every detail of their lives, but, you know, we all knew when we watched uh, Dirt with Motley Crue, we all knew mm-hmm. the story behind it, being fans of Motley Crue. So we were able to see what was, you know, the storyline. And uh, so, yeah, I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to watch it as soon as it's on. I, that'll be one of the shows that I watch immediately. Um, I like Sebastian Stan. When I showed Marcy the picture, she goes, "Holy crap, that's not the Winter Soldier." I said, "Yes, it is." <laughs> she, so yeah, she was amazed at how, mu- how much he transformed from you know Winter Soldier to Tommy Lee, and, and they casted both of those two perfectly. Uh, I don't think yeah. they could have done any better.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. Obviously, uh, being a drummer myself, um, coming into the rock era. He was my number one guy. Um, I never saw a drummer bring the show to him. You know, he wasn't back there, you know. He was a one-man show. He had brought something new to Motley Crue uh, with the the stick twirling that he had learned in marching band and implicated it in the metal scene, which spawned just a whole generation of drummers twirling and flipping sticks. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the the behind-the-head thing, working the hair, um, I learned so much about how to make your body a rhythm stick when you're playing. And it's much more complicated than people think. It's not just about twirling. and You have to move in a rhythm because these uh, movements have to sync up with your cymbal crashes and your kick drums. And uh, it, it's it's an amazing thing to to learn how to do in the middle of a song. I took it a step further with the cymbals on chains that were swinging back and huh. forth. And, of course, you had to hit them just hard enough that they were in nice rhythm, you know, along with your music. Uh, so he, he, he meant a lot to me. Uh, as far as drumming is concerned. So I'm definitely going to watch. And of course, the best to stay uh, on the radar is one of my new actors, along with all the, the, the young Marvel people. So looking forward to it. You talk right, about Tommy good. I
0: don't want to derail the story, but you talk about Tommy Lee, the other one in our in our generation, Neil Peart. Between those two, you had two of the best drummers to ever play. And Neil Peart. Peart, Neil Peart, Peart. I say Pert. I've always yes. said
1: Pert, but it's Neil Peart. You know, rest in peace. Yeah, Neil. But as a drummer on the show, I'd be remiss if I didn't check you on that. Don't so yeah. kick me. Oh, no, you're right. You again. You're absolutely so. right. But he was absolutely an
0: amazing, talented individual. And I, I, again, I don't want to tell the story. Never
1: be another one.
0: Yeah, those two in All our right. day, we we had it pretty. We had it pretty good.
1: Yeah, Absol-
2: absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, well, Skinner almost tried to kill the story, and we had, we had a couple unfortunate uh, deaths uh, from our era over the past week here. Mm. So, uh, Tawny Katain passed away, wow. aged 59. Uh, if you don't know who Tawny Katain was, you probably, at many ages, have seen the White Snake videos uh-huh. of yes. her sprawling across the car when she was married to the lead singer David Coverdale at the time. She reinvigorated
1: also, her career through that. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so you guys aren't gonna believe this, but we were we were Facebook friends. Have been for oh, a really? while. Really? Yeah. Have oh been wow. For quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, because she was married to uh, Chuck
2: Finley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Also, but he was he pitched for Cleveland for a while, right? right? So she mm-hmm. was, she was around Cleveland for a little while there yeah. during her time. Yeah. So uh, you know, it, it, certainly an '80s video icon. She was also in a couple of B movies in the '80s. Yeah, uh, different. You know, different, uh, you know uh, uh, she was on a few album covers at the time. Rat out of the cellar. She was dating one of the guys from Rat, Robert uh, Robin. Uh, at the time, I can't think of his last name right now. But, um, but uh, Bachelor Party was one of my favorite comedies yeah. growing up. That was a very early Tom Hanks movie. Right? Crazy yeah. movie. a S- Lot of fun. Don't know that it would be made. New today, but at the time, it was interesting. And she had a prominent role in that movie. And in that movie, she was mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, in one of the better Seinfeld episodes of all time, Tawny Katane, uh it was the episode The Nose Job.
1: Oh, and yeah. Seinfeld's,
2: Seinfelds were so good because they always had a couple different storylines in the episodes. So yeah. The Nose Job was the primary story. But the secondary story here was... Jerry was dating Tawny Katane, and she was trying to make it as an actress, and she was a terrible actress, okay? And he was torn in this, the sex is great, but the conversation and the, all that, he just couldn't stand it. And it came to a moment on the episode where Jerry's playing chess with his brain and his penis playing chess against each other, and it was who was going to win, and he couldn't figure it out. At the end of the day, the brain won and he had to break up with her. But great, great episode, great moment. And Tawny Katane was actually very good on that particular episode. So, uh, but unfortunately, she battled, uh, you know, addiction and all of that and and made a lot of negative news too. So, but definitely a a person from our era that uh, we remember. So just rest in peace, uh, Tawny Catane. Any thoughts
1: on Tawny Katane? Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Why? Bachelor Party, wow, that takes me back. That was one of the wildest uh, movies uh far as subject matter. Some of yep. the uh, taboo <laughs> subject matter, if yep. you will, that was in that movie, uh, a la bestiality and, and so on, uh, was like, wow. That's right. I, I couldn't believe some of the stuff that he alluded to <laughs> in that movie. Uh, you know, Tom Hanks, of course, was hilarious in it. Yeah. Uh, I watched that movie more times than I probably should have. My mom would have yeah. killed me if she ever knew it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she she got a start as the 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 you know the movie kitten type role. Uh, but it wasn't until later uh, dating David Coverdale. Uh, she was reinvigorating her career dancing on the hood of a jaguar. You Mm -hmm. know, so... uh, And and Jack... Coverdale was smart enough to say, hey, let's just keep it going. You know, he milked it for (laughs) all it was worth, you know? Mm -hmm. know, Some people were like, oh, I'm sick of seeing her. Well, but those videos got played like crazy. So, um, you know, good for her. Probably another tragic story that we'll hear about down the road as they, you know, do maybe a movie or documentary or whatever. Uh, If it gets enough friction. But uh, rest in peace, Tawny. Yep. Skinnery, last on Tawny Katain. Yeah,
0: a couple thoughts. You know, she rein, what's the word I'm looking for? She brought redheads back to predominant Mm -hmm. uh, in Hollywood again. You know, yeah, they're, the redheads always have a stigma that they're always freckle faced and uh, pale and white, and a lot of good them are point. very very, very attractive women. And I know this because I've got three redheads myself. My mother was a redhead, yeah. my my sister. Anyways, she was she brought redheads back to predominant, and um, so that's what I take back positive things. Love seeing her in the in the videos. The, the movie like you said uh, with Tom Hanks was a classic if you haven't seen it out there folks you gotta go back and watch Bachelor Party it is something uh, for everyone to see at least once I feel bad because my, all, my f- most recent memory with her is with Chuck Finley and when she was spiraling out of control yeah she was arrested and she had been threatening him with her with her shoe um yep. the um um pump I don't know why they call them pumps put the shoes with the heels she was trying to stab him with her shoe and that that to me I feel bad that that's my memory of her uh I hope she's uh you know she came with peace with herself because after that she was not in the news anymore uh, so hopefully she was able to get herself turned around and um, um, you know live a productive life after that so yeah it's it's sad that's to good, see good point man one of our right one of our please. figures uh passing okay. away
2: yeah. Yeah, she was recently on Cameo. She was selling videos on Cameo. And all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll close this out here. So, past Tony Gatain's there. One last word about Bachelor Party. You can't go to a Cleveland Indians game without showing the clip of Tom Hanks playing tennis to purposely annoy his father-in-law, Tony Gatane's father, in the movie. And he smacks the tennis ball out of the court. And he says, <laughs> yes. yes, Cleveland wins the pennant. Tom Hanks yes, in honor of yes, Cleveland, yes, from yes. the Cleveland area. Absolutely. So, anyway. Uh, also, a bit another... Uh, I didn't know the name. Yeah, Paul Van Doren passed away at ninety years of age. Uh, Paul Van Doren was a co-founder of the Vans company, the shoe company, clothing company. Uh, passed away, I guess, peacefully uh, here over the past week, and uh, certainly uh, his shoes became very popular in our era uh, when. And Fast Times at Richmond High, when Spicoli Mm. came out wearing those checkered vans, and they talked about it in the article here, when those vans made that appearance in that movie, it just took their sales and their company to another level. Skateboarders always liked the shoes because they were very grippy, apparently. So the soles were very grippy. So uh, obviously vans became a very prominent part of our uh, time growing up in the 80s, still super popular today. I put a few questions out some of the uh, Facebook groups that we're a part of with fans and all that, and all kinds of people were posting their pictures of their vans. And some guy had like fifty pairs of vans and all of that. So still very popular. I still have a couple pairs today. I love them. Great quality shoe. They have tons and tons of variety, tons of colors. So you know, rest in peace, certainly, uh, Mister Van Doren, and may your company continue to. Uh, thrive, and something I did not know is that they they bought controlling interest in the now Vans Warped Tour, which is the longest running yeah. concert series yeah. in America right now. Very so familiar. kudos to them. So did you guys have
1: Vans? Do you own Vans? What do you think of Vans? Uh, I personally never owned a pair, mm-hmm. uh, but very familiar with them um, back in the eighties. It was the part of the standard white boy stoner uniform. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have Spicoli uh, you know, to you think for that one? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know who Despicoli is, then, you know, we can't have a conversation. <laughs> but uh, certainly uh, that character was the epitome of not only bands, but just that era. Um, this guy is a huge part of our pop culture from then uh because that shoe, like I said, it was it was standardized. It was part of the uniform, man. The checkers, mm-hmm. the solid colors, so on and so on. Even the uh the uh the uh psychedelic, you guys know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. anyway, um, I I don't yeah, I remember the band's warp tour. Uh mm-hmm. that's been going on for quite a while. But uh it's just nice to hear these names of people who were behind the scenes that were part of something that was so iconic from our era. Um uh Sean um, played, Penn. Sean Penn who played with one of the greatest actors of our generations, he nailed that character uh to a T. He only not only nailed the character, but he nailed that uh that type of uh of person, that that uh I, you know sometimes people find this niche you know and they run with it you know and we, and we put labels on them your stoners your goth you know your rockers and whatever and, but that character was really summed up in uh, in Despacoli and uh, Vans was just a huge huge part of it um, yep. the shoes you know it's all about the shoes man absolutely
0: I don't have, I didn't even know the name, truthfully. I'd never had them. I knew, I know the product. Um, My Mm three-year-old grandson, James, has a pair of Vans. Um, Mm -hmm. Cute shoes, you know, and I hear they're great shoes. They last forever, but I've never owned a pair myself. So, Um, yeah, when you think of Vans, you think of Spicoli, at least I know I do, because that's where I first saw them um and anybody yep. that knows of that movie and knows Spicoli, the character they, they, that whole persona is yeah he took that to a whole new level so um uh, mr uh what is his name van i forget what is what'd you say his name van doran mr van doran rest van in Dorn. peace yeah um you yep. did bring a, a whole new culture to us gen xers and uh yep. like you said i hope the company continues to thrive
2: you can still buy the famous checkered pair as of right down today, right online. Right. The nice slip-ons, but wow. they're, they're available right. right now for like 60 bucks. Not too bad. Okay. okay, and we're coming up on time here. Just real quick. Uh, the Venom 2 trailer was just released to Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson plays uh, Carnage in this movie. Again, just came out. You guys probably haven't seen the trailer yet. Another Sony property. It's not controlled by Marvel. I saw it. And I still haven't seen the first uh, Venom movie yet. Not against Tom Hardy. I just don't think Sony does a great job with these properties. I say, let it go. Give control like you did. Work out a deal with uh, Marvel Studios. Let them control like Spider-Man. When Marvel Studios took back control of Spider-Man, whole new level, great movies, fun, part of the universe. I say, Sony, give it up. Give all the properties back to Marvel Studios. Make your money off of it. Let them control it. They'll do it right. I'm not interested. That's my opinion. <laughs> Any thoughts on the Venom 2 trailer or movie coming out?
0: I have the same thought as you do. I give it up already. The, you know, that's all I could say.
1: Yep. <laughs> Keith? You, you, guys, you guys have heard me say this, uh, quoting my mom uh, over and over again, but stay in your own lane. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's got the formula. Let them do it. It'll make money for more money for everybody, it'll enhance the character, it'll enhance the franchise more. Um why are you still trying to do something that you obviously don't have the the niche for, you know? Um it's like beating the a dead horse as they say. I saw the first uh venom. Could have been a lot worse, you know I I wasn't as disappointed as I was to say things like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four or uh, Fantastic Kombat. Four, yeah, yes. things like that. Uh, I wasn't as disappointed as I was with some of those outings. Um, uh, it was it was it was pretty cool, it was entertaining to say the least. But I, I totally agree. Let it go. Just give it up. All right. Okay, fellas. Well, we are at the at the hour.
2: So all right, another great uh, another great episode. So yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us. Again, All show information at It Came From Gen X on Facebook. Linktree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash It Came From Gen X. Find our profile. Find our links. Tune in. Thank you very much. So for Mike Skinner and Keith Porter, <laughs> thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks hey for
1: everybody, have a good one. Love you brothers. Talk to you soon.
2: Love you too, man.
0: See you next week, folks.